Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 7. It's called Evil in the Land, and it deals with the people of Israel's improper reliance on the temple. And it's a different time. It's the Old Covenant. It's the Old Testament. It's before Christ. It's before the New Covenant. Obviously, in the New Covenant, it's clear that people are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. It was a little bit of a different system there. It was still by faith, but there were sacrifices and there were works and there were things that needed to be done for the people of Israel to live out their covenant relationship with God. So it's not exactly the same today for Christians as it was for the people of God then, but there's still something we can learn here about the people's improper reliance on the temple. Verses 1 through 20 in chapter 7, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, hear the word of the Lord, all you men of Judah who enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. Don't trust in those words, it says. And this is highlighting this emphasis that they're putting on the temple rather than the Lord of the temple, as if being in the temple or having a temple means something if our hearts are still far from God. You might be able to see where we're going with this. Verse 5. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly execute justice with one another, if you do not oppress the sojourner, the fatherless, or the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not go after other gods to your own harm, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your fathers forever. Behold, you trust in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say we are delivered, only to go on doing these abominations? Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, I myself have seen it, declares the Lord. We're talking about the temple again. They're coming to the temple, they're saying the right stuff, but they're not living any way that's consistent with the Lord's way. Again, you're going to see where I'm going here, right? Verse 12, go now to my place that was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell first, and see what I did to it because of the evil people of Israel. And now because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and when I spoke to you persistently, and you did not listen, and when I called you, you did not answer, therefore I will do to the house that is called by my name and in which you trust and to the place that I gave you and to your fathers as I did to Shiloh. I'm going to do this to the house in which you trust. Friends, don't trust in the temple. Don't trust in the house. Verse 15, and I will cast you out of my sight as I cast out all of your kinsmen, all the offspring of Ephraim. 
As for you, do not pray for this people or lift up a cry or prayer for them. Do not intercede with me, for I will not hear you. Do not do you not see what they're doing in the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, and the women knead dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven. This is a false god. They pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. Is it I whom they provoke, declares the Lord? Is it not themselves to their own shame? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, upon man and beast, upon the trees of the field and the fruit of the ground. It will burn and not be quenched. I'm going to just be real honest with you guys. This is a text that reminds me of a phrase that some Christians will recognize. And again, it's not a one-to-one ratio. It's not the exact same thing, but this reminds me of Christmas and Easter Christians. Or this reminds me of people who go to church on Sunday, but don't live in any way, shape, or form that reflects a relationship with God on Monday through Saturday. And it's an abomination to the Lord. It's hypocrisy. I've always thought, if you're going to do this thing called Christianity— This isn't about an hour on Sunday and an hour on Wednesday. This is about 168 hours a week. This isn't about 10%. This is about 100%. But the truth is, friends, as much as that's a conviction that I hold, I don't live consistently with that conviction because there is sin in me. And if I were to hold myself up against this list. Will you steal? Will you murder? Commit adultery? Swear falsely? Make offerings to Baal? Go after other gods? You might have a vision of what that looks like in Old Testament terms, but if you understand that the way Jesus unpacked those things, I think I've been guilty of all those things according to Jesus' definition of stealing, murder, adultery, swearing falsely, chasing after other gods. And so here's the problem with the human condition. On one hand, uh, we need to be all in when it comes to building our lives around God. It is abhorrent that we would think that by going to church for an hour on Sunday or listening to a podcast once a day that's a devotion, that somehow that's good enough. If this is part of your relationship with God, if it helps inspire and challenge you, great. But every single thing we should do do should be built around the Lord. Everything we do should have a kingdom result as its aim. Taking my family to Mexico next week, Lord willing. And we've been saying, we're not going on vacation the way everybody else does. We're going to do things that look like everybody else, be on a beach, be in a pool, whatever it is. But we want to have a kingdom result, a kingdom focus with this vacation. And like I said, I certainly don't get that right all the time. I get it wrong more than I get it right. And here's the good news, friends, that even though all of us are guilty of falling short of what Jeremiah is railing on these people for, and rightfully so, because it isn't cool to just be Christmas and Easter Christians or Sunday-only Christians, even though we get this wrong, God sent his perfect son who never got it wrong. Jesus lived a perfect life. He met the full and righteous requirements of the law, and then he died bearing the punishment for our sin. And so... The gospel needs to be preached in light of a text like this saying, yeah, you're not going to get it right either, but Jesus did get it right. And when you put your faith and trust in him, you receive his righteousness. And 
His righteousness is worth more than all the sacrifices at the temple, worth all the good works that are never enough. And that's the gospel as it relates to Jeremiah. We can sure be thankful for that. Amen? Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.